0: still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl well hello sisters how are Uh, you both hello
1: good hello hi
0: good that that summer mindset
1: oh yeah
0: the island girl now
1: (laughs) island time five o'clock always
2: I I don't want to call you out, but you are wearing the exact same thing you were wearing when I saw you yesterday. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's a comfy outfit. Okay. I forgot you saw me yesterday. Uh,
1: (laughs) I see nothing wrong with that, but uh, I am not the default person to go to for cleanliness.
0: (laughs) To be fair, it's a different pair of leggings. They're just both black leggings. Okay. All right. It is the same shirt, though. It is the same shirt. (laughs)
1: I think as long as you change your innermost layer on a regular basis, you're fine.
0: Yes. Yeah. I am clean. Okay. I promise. <laughs> no one can
1: know, so you can lie. It's cool. That's, <laughs> that's, I was going to say. It's also <laughs> no, why I like that rule. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, well, I had an exciting weekend. What'd you do? We uh, I, At work, we had a faculty retreat, and it was at the zoo in Cincinnati. That sounds like a cool retreat for doctors. <laughs> That's so, just A bunch we, of
1: doctors like chilling at a zoo?
2: hmm. We brought our families and we went to the zoo and they have like conference rooms in there. Conference zoos. <laughs> they're like. They're Are like, they
1: only for people or do they have like giraffe conferences there too? Or like all the. Well,
2: I'm sure they do. They did bring a snake into our conference Ugh. room to like. Let us. They were like, we'll bring an animal in and let you all interact with it. And I was thinking something cute and furry would come in, like a little monkey. But it yeah. was a snake. But
1: it makes sense, Caduceus. Like you got snakes in your like doctor logo, like that's that's like your your patronus you think- snake. <laughs> <laughs> all doctors are I mean Slytherins. That, I guess all doctors are Slytherins.
2: <laughs> you know, you could make that case because we're all very like. Success-driven, like goal-oriented people, mm-hmm. you could make that case. Are you saying you're a Slytherin? I'm not, I, though. I still don't think I am.
1: I think I just made that case. You have like a symbol that that like represents all of you, and it's got two snakes on it. I, I think that's the <laughs> that's the entirety of the case.
2: <laughs> well, and even some 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 nerdier even than me, people would argue that the that that the caduceus isn't the best symbol, and that we should use the rod of Asclepius instead. It, anyway it's one snake wrapped around a, a stick so it really doesn't matter either way so we're just talking about it's the number so snakes. of snakes wrapped around various sticks <laughs> yes it's it, snakes and sticks seem to be a doctor thing is, okay.
1: there, is there an option for more snakes is, is it like <laughs> the, the higher up the doctor level you go you get more snakes on your bin
2: <laughs> that's, that's what it is that <laughs> we were given the task though while we were there it's a very whimsical task uh to they gave us an hour to wander the zoo and find an animal that is most like you, and take a picture of it. And then we had to email it to this one guy who like compiled it all with like a sentence describing why you're like this animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you what you pick,
0: Sydney? Go ahead and share everyone. You the nerdiest answer
2: so that I, you made. I picked the gorilla because the task was which animal here is most like you, and oh. we share night we share ninety eight percent of our DNA with gorillas. So I wanted to be right. I put I'm highly competitive and I wanted the correct answer. And this is it. I also do, though, I was looking at these gorillas and there was a mom holding her baby gorilla. Like they were all like wrapped around each other, like cuddled up. And I thought, this is like me. Like they seem very gentle. They're very family oriented. But if you mess with their children, they'll rip you to pieces. And that seems like me. I, I felt I connected very strongly with the girl. I thought like I actually I was started as a joke, but by the end I was like I really do think this is me. And then I told Justin, and he said, "That is also the right answer for you. You are definitely most like a gorilla." So,
1: I, I mean, I see nothing wrong with that answer. It both answered the question accurately and and <laughs> from like a personal standpoint. But don't we also share like ninety nine percent of our DNA with a banana? Isn't that a thing that people
2: say? <laughs>
0: Well, and,
1: or is that just a thing that people say? I get confused on those things. If, no, if That's you really... Thing, right? if,
2: it is a thing, right? It is a thing. And like like we share so much with a green bean. I mean, like, if you really get into it, there's a, a heck of a lot of DNA that doesn't mean much You go anything. to the,
0: the zoo cafe and Take you a order a banana. some green beans well, or a banana. I would just like to
2: point out that I did that nerdy thing because I thought it was funny. And two other doctors took pictures of humans because technically we are animals and that is the animal that we're most (laughs) like
1: see that's that's what i was afraid you were gonna say and i was gonna just like that's like so the like i don't know the like 10th graded advanced like (laughs) like answer in a science class like i took
2: a picture of a human because
0: (laughs) we're all animals
2: what animals are you all like i want to know your animal your answers
0: um. Well, according to my patronus on Pottermore.com dot com, I am a dolphin. I don't know if they had dolphins there. Probably, maybe I don't. Probably.
2: Know. No, actually, I don't think they do. Cause there's an aquarium. Hmm.
0: See, I, think I, of guess, the box I guess I guess dolphin. Riley.
2: I guess dolphin can be your dolphin's answer. an animal though. That's fine. It's you an can animal. pick dolphin. Yes.
0: I was not at this zoo with you. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know I I feel like I've I've uh I've always related most to penguins because they're a a bird and the m- most basic thing that everybody thinks a bird does is fly but they cannot so they're kind of like like sort of sad but you know they do their own thing they're also a little <laughs> they're really good
0: at, they're really <laughs> good at belly sliding they have that thing
1: they can swim yeah. really well though so that's the thing it's like oh birds can fly we can't fly but have you seen us swim so <laughs> they succeed in unexpected areas for what they are.
2: And they do that cute thing with like the eggs they where hold they it right put right them between on their ramps. feet and yeah. then put their little bellies over them. It's yeah. so cute. They, they they
1: they also fall in love with anime characters to the point that they might starve to death because they're too busy just staring at their hot waifu. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that story. <laughs> if anybody wants to know the sad tale of Grapecoon, it's it's on the internet out there.
0: Uh I was really bored the other day, so I looked up penguins on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I can As assure you, you, if you ever have some free time, you will not be disappointed.
1: <laughs> oh, I forget what zoo has a camera linked up over their penguin pin. And they have a lot of penguins. Because it's not like like some zoo cameras where you're just hoping like one of the animals will wander by. It's like all penguins all the time, 24-7, just a bunch of penguins doing penguin things.
2: That's like, I don't remember which aquarium we went to where they had penguins. And you could—they had like these little bubbles in there, like where you could crawl underneath and then pop your head up. <gasps> in oh yeah! Like
0: I want to do that. Where's yeah. that? Look
2: around. Was that in Atlanta? Maybe. Tell me about that. Where's that? I—I th- I don't remember. You know- Every time we travel, we take Charlie to whatever aquarium, zoo, children's museum, science museum, anything they have. We go see those things. I've been to a lot of them now. <laughs> Anyway, you could like look, level. you could like be uh, on like eye level with penguins walking around you. Why?
0: Well, no one has told me about this. Yeah,
1: right. Well, you know, I... see an- another reason that I-, I like penguins as my choice is because in Japan, you know, cat cafes, owl cafes, there are all those, but for some reason, not a cafe, there are penguin bars.
0: <gasps> Ooh, no. that yeah. sounds nice. Can you hang out with penguins? Yeah,
1: they'll have like a really <gasps> a really nice aquarium enclosure, and then there will be a bar built around it. So. I think you can, like, pay a lot more and get to, like, feed the penguins. But but I just, I like that separation. Like, yeah, cat cafe, owl cafe. Penguins, no, no, no. They're no. dressed very <laughs> nicely. They belong in a They bar. deserve
2: more than a cafe. <laughs> They're in a very fancy cocktail <laughs> this bar. Is,
1: this is to be accompanied by a right-made Manhattan. Not a coffee. Yes. And
2: this, and this is not a beer joint. Thank you very much. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so Riley, you k- ca- you have a a topic you've brought to us today. This is this was I mean it was not my idea. I can't take credit for it, but I've brought it forth to you, okay. my sisters, as the teen on this podcast. All right, I am offering you a today's teen centric episode. And what is it? Conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> now.
1: What was that sound? <laughs> conspiracy like, theory number one.
2: What was that supposed to be? <laughs> what sound like, was Riley
0: making? Wow, 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 wow. conspiracy theory. It,
1: it started off like that sound <laughs> that you hear in like a cool song, like pow, 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 pow Like like and then then uh, like a sick rap burst drops. Like that's yeah. What does that have to do with conspiracy? theory?
2: I don't know. sound cool. Well, I want to know why. What What is the connection between teens and conspiracy
0: theories? Um, I am not exactly sure, but I <laughs> I know that today. Okay, but well, why are we talking about this? No, listen, listen. This? I'm saying well, I don't you know just... why. I'm saying I'm not a hundred percent sure why the connection exists, but I know it does because okay. I'm a teen. So you, what, you, what I mean is. Are you saying that teens
2: believe conspiracy theories a yes. lot?
0: I think that teens talk a lot about conspiracy theories. I'm assuming more than they did when you all were teenagers. Well, I... Is that fair?
2: Bring up the first... The statistic you told us It um, really shocked me. Yeah. I, I,
0: this one is one that I th- heard at first. And again, this is these all come from the internet, I think, is where most teens find their conspiracy theories.
2: Because let me say, I would have thought this was opposite. Yeah. I actually would, would have thought... Conspiracy theories are more prevalent the older you get and less when you're younger, and you have blown my mind. So. Yeah.
0: Um, this one is one that I thought was fake at first and was a joke, but it's definitely not. And it's that the earth is flat. Um, you thought that
2: was a joke, by no. the way?
0: Yeah, that people actually believed it was. I thought that was a joke, that people oh, believed the Earth. was yeah. now, Flat, know, earth, flat know, Earthers
2: are really Well, intense. I know
0: people used to believe the Earth was flat, but I thought that was like hundreds of years ago, and then we had a guy <laughs> go around the world, and we realized that's that's not true. I, I think well, people
1: also believe, like, the Earth balanced on top of, like, a giant tur- turtle or something. Like, I think there was a lot of weird mm-hmm. stuff before we had, like, telescopes.
2: <laughs> there was. there. There's some sort of stack of things that the Earth is balanced on top of. I forget what it all is, but... <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, and then I think the big the big breakthrough was really the whole outer space thing because then we right. already we already knew the Earth was round, but then we like went up in space and went definitely, definitely round.
0: <laughs> and now we've seen it. Yeah. Um. So Forbes magazine did a survey of people, eight thousand two hundred and fifteen adults, to be exact, earlier this year. Um, and they asked them the one question: Do you believe that the world is round or flat? And they gave them five options. You could either answer, I've always believed the world is round. I always thought the world is round, but recently I am skeptical. I've always thought the world is flat, but recently I am skeptical. I've always believed the world is flat, or I'm not sure. And out of these 8,000... Know who I want to party with? That I'm not group. sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, Whatever. Out of these uh, 8,215 adults... Um, between the ages of 18 and 24, only 66% of them have always believed the world is round. That So the other third of them uh, either are doubtful that the world is round or have always believed that the world is flat.
2: This really shocks me. that, that That's a large percentage of that age group that is...
0: Yeah, I and mean, I will say looking at this data, compared to... The 66% believe that the world is always... Have always believed the world is round. The next highest percentage is 16. Aren't sure. <laughs> I- and you have 9% are skeptical that the world is round. 5% are skeptical that the world is flat. And 4% have always believed the world is flat. And this is just in the US, right? Yeah.
1: Do you... Do you think this is something with the... Like, do you think this is different than it would have been if this same poll existed when we were teens, Sid? I mean, are the kids today just so used to everything coming in from any sort of adult source being a lie that they're like, that's probably not true, too. The earth is around. You're not going to get me this time.
2: I actually think uh, I don't know. And I could be totally wrong. But if I were guessing, Tay, I would say that you're right, that that this is different. And actually, based on the other data you have,
0: it gets progressively higher. The percentage does as you go through these age brackets that are 18 to 24, 25 to 34, 35. five to 44 45 to 54 and 55 and over it gets progressively higher uh people who've always believed the world is round and when you get to the 55 and older age group 94 percent of them have always believed the world is round and only uh one percent are skeptical that it is round and two percent have always believed it is flat Mm
2: -hmm. i so i so i think you must be right tay i think if i mean unless unless we just (coughs) figured it out as we got older
0: that the world is round
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, that then our it, it's our generation believes that more strongly or is it something that would have I don't know but I, my guess would be that you're right and I, I have some reasons for that but what what were you gonna say
1: well no I, I mean I think that same like I I would presume <laughs> that the biggest reason for that I mean I, I I don't think it's just that there's a lot of fake news I'm using quotey fingers on that and non-truths <laughs> that your generation is having to parse through but it's the internet as a whole which yeah. provides a birth of information that does try to very seriously and scientifically also in quotey fingers uh argue things like the earth being flat so whereas we grew up with the one you know like science book that had the pictures of the earth and this is the only source of information we really were regularly exposed to you got like riley's generation is exposed to every opinion all 360s of you know Mm
2: -hmm.
1: every yeah argument
2: I, I think I think that the you're exactly right. The Internet has to play a huge role in that. Yeah. And then I think the other thing would be and I would wonder if this is true in other periods of history when faith and trust in your kind of institutions, your societal institutions is as low as it seems to be right now. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if if you see this spike again, because right now, if I were a young person, I can understand thinking well I can't believe anything anymore because I feel like all the adults are lying I don't trust any of them and now everything's been thrown into question I wonder if you would like if you look back to like I don't know the 70s the early 70s would you see that like the rise of other conspiracy theories because all of a sudden truth becomes unknowable I think that's the really dangerous thing that we're getting at we're at a we're at a point in history where Not only are people lying, but they're telling you that you can't know the truth.
0: Right. And I think you can see that almost in the fact that this has five different options for you to choose from. And one of them is just, I don't know, or I'm not sure. Like, you aren't really sure what to believe. Because as you go through, down through the age groups, only 2% of people over the age of 55 answered that they weren't sure. And the rest of them either had, you know, very strong beliefs one way or the other, but as you go down closer to my generation, 16% of them said they weren't sure. So it's like, you know, you don't, even if you have a strong belief and it's in a conspiracy theory, there's still a stronger tendency to think that you weren't really sure what's true and what's not true, the younger you get.
2: That'd be really interesting to give that exact same poll, you know, 30 years ago, right, 20 years ago, whatever, and see if it is those specific generations or if it is... Just being young. Just being that age. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there, there's... I remember learning in a sociology class that 19 is the most vulnerable age. So I do think there is something about being at that point in your life where you are more hmm, influenceable. Yeah.
1: Well, and I, I do think that there's an important part to defining yourself, kind of when you're on that edge of childhood and adulthood, that is questioning everything you know you kind of throw Mm -hmm. out all of your beliefs and you define the ones that you will keep but i i still do think that there was a baseline that was like yeah but science is probably right like
2: (laughs) yeah i i mean i and i always try to I, i know what you're saying and i always try not to be that person who looks back and says well it didn't used to be like this but i i know i mean i feel that i feel like well but the earth is round that's not something we need to debate today there might be lots of things we disagree on but but that the earth is down is not one of them <laughs> right like that's just well no that's not even an opinion that's not why would we even question that of course that's just a thing moving on a- and i i feel like the list of things like that has gotten much shorter yeah. yeah do you think that the pluto not being a planet thing really threw off some people
0: <laughs> probably because like you grow up learning that uh, that uh, acronym, you know, my what is it? My very educated mother just served us nine pizzas, and then it just gets changed to just served us nothing, just, and you're like, what? Where'd the nine pizzas go? Now it's nothing. What happened well, to the pizzas? I don't know.
1: Or or the pizzas are just maybe not large enough to qualify as an actual pizza. So she served
0: they- us nine bagel bites.
1: Yes, Pluto has been downgraded to a bagel bite. <laughs>
2: why does n n have to be nothing now maybe you should replace it with something good like nutella
1: nuggets
0: noodles nuggets noodles these are all great things i just heard nothing noms noms Noms. (laughs) there and the noms could be nine pizzas they could be there you go but then it could be pluto yeah but at least like it could be a planet (laughs)
1: like they didn't say like Pluto's not a planet. We made it up. Or maybe like, <laughs> that was never true in the first place. No, we never said Pluto. Who's ever said the word Pluto? Like, that wasn't how that came about. It was like, oh. they were
2: <laughs> NASA
0: isn't trying to gaslight us.
1: No, <laughs> just, what are you even talking about? What are you even. Pluto. That's the dumbest word. Well, you they know. named it
0: after a character from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> that <is> a
1: character <laughs> from Mickey Mouse. You are all confused. You're living in the Bernstein-Bear universe over here.
2: (laughs) Pluto's a dog, guys. Um, You know, though, that if you look at the idea that science education has become less and less important, which I don't even think is necessarily a modern thing. I mean, I think there's this new focus on it, but I think that that is in reaction to a lot of people going, who cares about science? Like, I don't care about science. But I've always thought that. I read this article recently that when you go to your doctor, they were complaining about how often you are misdiagnosed and they kept using that term and that you would have to go back a couple times before the doctor would diagnose you correctly and what I realized as I was reading it what they're talking about from my perspective is the science of medicine sometimes somebody comes in with a very vague kind of complaint and I'm I'm not sure there are lots of things that could be causing it and so it's so there's a differential diagnosis that I develop here are all the things it could be Here's the most likely based on what you're telling me. So let's do some testing and see if this is it. Okay, that wasn't it. Okay, here's the next most likely. So sometimes it's a process of deduction and it's not something that I can just say, oh, it's this. Here you go. Here's your pill. You're better. And they were calling that misdiagnosis. And I thought, well, that's not a misdiagnosis. That's, That's the method. That's, right. that's the method of the science of medicine. This is how you deduce the right answer. And I thought, if you don't understand science, things like that start to go out the window. And so the idea that Pluto was a planet and now it's not a planet can sound like somebody made it up when the truth is, well, no, we just, our technology gets better.
0: Pluto was misdiagnosed as a planet. Pluto was misdiagnosed.
2: <laughs> Pluto was, a planet was one thing in the differential for Pluto. <laughs> And then we narrowed it down and realized that planet was not the right answer for Pluto. And it took us a lot of time. It took a while. And (laughs) and, and as we advance science, we get better instruments and more technology. And so things change. So things that used to be planets aren't planets anymore. I I mean, that makes sense to me, but that's because I live in a science world. That's where my.
0: She is Sydney's (laughs) world. She lives in science world. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was great, Riley. I'm so proud of you.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I actually really like that. I'm, I've always <laughs> said, "Where's my show?" <laughs> Bill Nye is the science guy. I'm Sydney Smurl. I'm the science girl. girl you changed your last name. So I got married, old. and now I, I'll <laughs> never have the show. Can, can you? Can I'll you? lose the McElroy if I get the show. That's a promise. <laughs> I mean, I won't get divorced. Like I love my husband, <laughs> but I'll call myself Smurl to get the show. <laughs>
1: You know, I Bill Nye had that other show that was Bill Bill Nye saves the world, right? That that Netflix special? Yeah. yeah. So I but it clearly didn't happen cuz the world is still a, a a dumpster fire. So you need to team up. A flat one. You need to you need to Wonder Woman to his Superman and you need that's a flat one. And you need to you need to fix this stuff, right?
2: Maybe maybe if the two of us our powers combined yeah, Bill uh,
1: Bill Bill, Nye, Bill Nye needs you to wander twins up that stuff cuz this is a mess.
2: <laughs> hey, Bill, I will take your call, man. <laughs> I'm waiting by the phone. <laughs> I assume you listen to our show. Hello, Bill. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Hi. Big fan. I, Big fan. I, I'm a huge fan. I've loved you since I was a kid. So. I I will do a TV show with you. <laughs> if you're wondering. <laughs>
1: i i will um, also but i don't know science so um <laughs> we can talk about snazzy bow ties moving on
0: oh <laughs> uh, i want to talk about more conspiracy theories but before we do that let's check the group message that's a good transition Riley. thanks That
2: was good i was gonna get there and you got there first it was good Man, Beep.
1: right she made a good transition instead of you she sang a cute funny song instead of me <laughs> this is a one-woman show now we're gone we're cut <laughs>
2: I'm just going to chill from now on. You can do this every week. (laughs) Uh, We have a couple sponsors to tell you about on Still Buffering this week. Our first sponsor is StoryWorth. Now, we have told you about StoryWorth, I think, in the past, but it's been a while. So so let's refresh your memory. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts. So here's how it works. It's really simple. You purchase a subscription for someone you love. And each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. They simply reply to this email with their story, or they can record it over the phone, whatever they prefer. And after a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. And it's a great gift for Father's Day, even last minute. I will say, this is this is a really great... Um, we used to have something like this. I don't know if you all remember these books we used to give mom and dad do you Charlie Riley, Taylor do you remember giving going through all the all the people in my life Taylor do you remember giving these to mom and dad the little books tell me about your life yeah totally but they actually had to write on every page and fill out all these memories and that was uh, one it, you had to remember to do it and two that's a lot of work storyworth has made that so much simpler and I'll tell you um, dad actually did his way back in the day mom never did hers um, but I think this is the kind of thing that, like, you could, every, anybody could do, you yeah. know? It's super easy. They, we've been doing that. They send you the little props. You respond really quickly with a story or, you know, whatever. It can be something really short. Um, you don't, it, it doesn't take up a ton of your time. You do it every day because they remind you so you don't mm-hmm. forget about it. And then you've collected a really nice little thing of stories. And I, it's re- a really cool thing to have. I know the old-fashioned way, we have a little book of dad stories that I tell Charlie and Charlie will actually ask sometimes, can you read me a pop story? Oh, mm-hmm. it's just a little memory from his life. And you could do this now electronically much faster, efficiently and get more answers from your loved ones. Yeah. So for $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash still buffering when you subscribe. So check it out. It's a great service. $20 off storyworth.com slash still buffering. Father's Day is very soon. So get on it. Uh, what's our other sponsor this week, Riley? Uh,
0: well, our other sponsor this week is someone we've told you about uh, a while before, and that is HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Um, they offer three different plans: they have the classic plan, the veggie plan, and the family plan. Taylor, I know you're a big fan of the the veggie plan. I'm a big fan of the veggie plan. Wow, <laughs> big fan of the plan. Um, each box is made up of fresh responsibly obtained ingredients uh, so you can enjoy not having to plan dinner spending money on takeout for an easy night or worrying about gathering ingredients because it all only takes about 30 minutes so subscribe to get that delicious filling meal delivered every week for less than ten dollars per serving uh we've all had some fun with hello fresh wow. mm-hmm.
2: It it's a really great service you'll get to you know learn how to Cook a little better, I think. You develop your cooking skills. You'll try new things that maybe you haven't before. Mm-hmm. We actually are just talking about. I think we might switch to the family plan so that we can get, uh, we can get Charlie into some new foods. She's yeah. old enough that I feel like we can start challenging her palate. Nice. So it's a great thing to involve kids with too. Yeah.
0: Well, and we have. Uh, I was just
1: going to say, like, for kids or adults that can't really follow written instructions, all the steps come with an <laughs> illustration, like a photograph That's to show true. you exactly <laughs> what it should look like, which is really, really good for me, and or small children.
0: There you go. In the most helpful way. <laughs> uh, and we have a special offer for you. Taylor, tell everyone about that special deal.
1: Uh, yeah, so you can get... $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Uh, all you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com stillbuffering30 and use our promo code, which is also stillbuffering30, and yeah, you get $30 off your uh, your first week of HelloFresh. It's a
2: okay. great deal. So go check that out. HelloFresh.com stillbuffering30 promo code stillbuffering30. So lizards.
0: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Are you calling us lizards? well you might be Mm
0: -hmm. is that a thing you might be because uh, apparently 12 million Americans believe that uh, politicians and celebrities and most influential people in uh, American society are actually aliens called reptilians that are here to carry out their uh, alien duties to overtake the world much like Stewie Griffin and his plan for world domination, except lizards. This
2: is definitely a plot from Doctor Who,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> but also <laughs> believed by a lot of people. <laughs> I was
2: thinking of, there's that episode of Doctor Who school reunion where the all the school officials end up being aliens secret eight they'd replaced them all mm-hmm. like everybody at the school with aliens and they had a plot to use smart kids to crack some kind of algorithm i don't remember what that was all about but anyway is that it's kind of like that <laughs> also the plot of the yeah. faculty
1: anyway is that
2: what is? also like in men in black when that one alien had to wear an edgar suit mm, yeah And that was edgar is that what they're talking about no
1: <laughs> I'm sort of, here, here's the thing about this that confuses me if these alien overlords want to dominate our planet i i mean if if their way of going about this is to like be beyonce and provide us with like a ton of beautiful inspirational awesome music and like just yes. be a wonderful thing to behold mm-hmm. i would I, I would go for it Liz lizards yeah. just do your thing. <laughs> you are better than us in general. Just more can I That's have fine. more alien overlords that can dance. That's my only com- complaint.
0: I need 100% more.
1: <laughs> 100% more alien overlords that I, can make really really catchy su- songs.
2: I also think there's something strange about this because if everybody in politics is secretly a reptile or what else, whatever, they're kind of working at cross purposes. Yeah, then why
0: can't they all agree on their plans to carry out lizard domination?
2: Wait, I mean, because there's (laughs) there's a part of me that thinks, like, I look at our current president and think, well, I mean, I guess that might explain some things. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, I mean, obviously, him and Beyonce aren't on the same side there, so... I mean, is it what's happening? Is it possible
1: that where does the dumb humans caught up in two warring factions of, <laughs> of lizard alien overlords? <laughs> Cause I want that HBO miniseries.
2: <laughs> in which case, why are they still dressing as humans? Just, I guess, be lizard people would take us over. We've already lost. We we love your music. We vote for all of you since you're all lizard people. Like yeah. That. Now I mean that, you win.
1: That's, we lost. But that's why that's why they can't reveal their lizardness, because it's two warring factions of lizard people. So until they dominate the other warring or the other faction of lizard people, they can't come out as lizard people and like rule us. You know? That's yeah. that's yeah. what's going on, I think. There there it's there's there's no right or, or left wing. It's just all lizards and then like scared poor people down at the bottom. <laughs>
2: we're <laughs> we're probably gonna get we're gonna get to this point, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it at the at this moment i have there's a lot of kind of conspiracy theories that um well they're not even conspiracy theories i think that uh, there's it's okay to leave a little room for magical thinking in your day-to-day i think it's okay to wander about like i mean i know that there aren't fairies but what if there were (laughs) i (laughs) i think that's okay i mean i'm it doesn't change what i do or how i act but like if somebody says I believe in fairies, I'm not going to tell them. Like, listen, I'm not. Go- I'm not going to go to the mat to tell them they're wrong. Like, You're going to okay. bring up your
0: PowerPoint you have saved on your computer of <laughs> well, 101 no. reasons why fairies can't that's, exist. That's
1: actually what I would question about your statement. There, said you said <laughs> I know fairies aren't real, but I want to know what empirical evidence you have that fairies are 100% okay. definitely not capable of existing.
2: Okay, fair enough. I I, I actually <laughs> don't know. But- ah! But I don't, but I, it doesn't theories. bother me. This is how they start. I think this, though, <laughs> this is one of those that, like, if you really believe this, it's going to be really hard for you to, like, function in the world. And I think yeah. it gets a little dangerous.
0: What do you think these 12 million people are doing? Writing about this on the internet. <laughs> and I will say it's 12,556,562 to be exact.
1: Uh, how do they keep an accurate count on that exactly?
0: Well,
2: (laughs) you have to to email somebody every time you decide. Uh, I just decided that all politicians are lizard
0: people. I have to email the.
1: Is there like a daily prompt I'm missing on my iPhone? Like, so (laughs) lizard people, yay or nay? How do you feel today?
0: (laughs) Have you changed uh, your mind? This national firm called Public Policy Polling uh, did a list of uh, conspiracy theories and asked you know millions of people which ones they believe and which ones they don't, Um, and that is the list I'm looking at Hmm. currently.
2: You said that there's some evidence based on Justin Bieber?
0: Yeah, um, apparently there's a video of Justin Bieber when he was arrested one of the times he has been. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in a a court hearing and it was a video of him sitting there and I guess he blinked his eyes and people thought it looked like the blinking happened vertically, like with vertical eyelids. Like, I guess, do reptiles have those kinds of eyelids? Some do. You mean like coming from the side. like coming from the sides like the as closing opposed, is vertical yes. instead of the closing being horizontal um <laughs> and use that as evidence in this very grainy like security camera footage um that, that he is in fact a reptile uh-huh well yeah <laughs>
2: okay all right i mean no. i'm not a huge bieber fan but Th- does this it doesn't is this also the the like illuminati are is it
1: lizards? Yes. it's the same uh, <laughs>
0: there there's actually about <laughs> 7 times more people believe in the existence of some sort of illuminati about um, 87 million people to be exact out of okay. the people who were surveyed right, all right. um and there is some overlap i've seen on i mean I'm, I'm gonna say on the internet which is like conspiracy theories people have stated that they believe on the internet it's so like i don't know how widely these believed are but that people like beyonce and jay-z are running this illuminati or new world order whatever you want to call it while being reptile people okay
2: do you think that where this comes from <laughs> <laughs> okay when i was younger i always thought man i can't wait until i'm an adult because they seem to have it all figured out and then one day i turned around and realized like i'm an adult now and i don't have anything figured out i better just keep quiet because i don't want anybody to know because i assumed all other adults had figured it out and i just somehow missed it right and then the older i get and the more people i talk to and get to know closely i i realize oh, we're all just faking it. None of us really have it figured out. We're all just like day to day doing the best we can and hoping nobody notices that we're making it up as we go along, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is based on the belief that there has to be somebody who has it figured out and they must not be human, so they must be <laughs> reptiles? And this is this is where I'll, I'll stake and it's my Beyonce truth, And it's Beyonce. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the extension because otherwise, I mean, if you really think about it, humans aren't capable Well, I guess that's why they have to be reptile people. None of us are capable of this kind of, like, planning and organization.
0: We're all just figuring it out. We're all just figuring it out while under the rule of (laughs) warring factions of reptile alien people. Is that a a comfort
2: thing? Like, I hope that there are reptile people who have it figured out because none of us do, actually. Is that
0: a comfort thing? Because then, like, (laughs) what if they figure it all out and they just take us all over?
1: I mean... Don't you want someone to have it all figured out? Or do you just want to just be bumbling around with a bunch of other b- bumblers in the darkness?
2: <laughs> I kind of... I mean, it was just entropy, you know. I think it depends on oh, what they're figuring out. out. Everything falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> all, we're all just becoming more and more disorganized.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's just entropy. The whole world will unravel eventually, <laughs> and the universe. Eh, it's fine.
2: When our, when our bodies reach chemical equilibrium we die so you know it's okay
1: (laughs) well (laughs) tell that to the lizard people
0: (laughs) what uh what other conspiracy theories do you have um did you know avril Levine was replaced by a lookalike named melissa in 2003 no she wasn't melissa (laughs) (laughs) melissa and melissa Levine i was gonna ask um (laughs) it is a conspiracy theory that she was cloned because she has supposedly died at some point, but her career was just taking off and becoming super popular when this happened. So they replaced her with someone that looked like her to keep uh, her career alive. Well, okay. I have
1: at least one question. Um, If they cloned her when her career was taking off, how did the clone come of age in time to take over her music career? Yeah, that's not well, how cloning Well, I don't anymore. know if it's exactly like
0: <laughs> cloned, like they found someone that looked like her and oh. taught her to adapt to their per- her personality. Oh. Like cloned her her persona, I guess. I, it's not her person.
1: Okay, well that's a big I mean, it's it's still definitely not true, but that's a big difference I, between that they cloned Avril Levine and they just found Melissa who was like, "I kind of pull off an Avril."
2: <laughs> the, here's what's strange about this. Well, there's many things, but this is what this is my comment. Uh, I and this is not me throwing shade on Avril Lavigne. I think there was a moment where everybody really enjoyed Complicated. I think. Yeah. Um. But I understand there are conspiracy theories, of course, that have been around for a much longer time that Elvis didn't really die, right? Yeah. That he faked his death so he could jump out of the public spotlight and. Live the rest of his life in anonymity and that people see him from time to time. Well, he was Elvis, so I get why that kind of theory would exist. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's Elvis. It's a
0: big deal. He's Elvis. What are you trying to say about Avril Lavigne? I I (laughs) think, even to an
2: extent, like Jim Morrison, some people believe Jim Morrison of the Doors is still alive because, like, people who were into the Doors were like super into the Doors. And so I, I kind of see why, or or Marilyn Monroe, this people have said this about Marilyn Monroe. I see where these develop around these like kind of iconic figures. This
0: is not the conspiracy that she died and is still alive somewhere, though, that she died, like faked her death to escape celebrity I, this is the idea that she died somehow some unrelated but, thing and they kept her alive to keep the the fame
2: i'm saying that it why would a conspiracy theory develop around avril lavigne uh, is all i'm this saying is, this is I supposed
0: to be when her career was taking off i do. do
2: you, you want to hear my evidence
1: i just want to say they did not do a very good job of maintaining avril lavigne's fame <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah if that well maybe that's well ooh,
0: maybe this that's happened, the reason well this happened in 2003 guys it has been 15 years uh-huh so you know maybe maybe around there like she took off sometime did
2: skate eight or boy oh i was that before or after was that melissa or
0: avril i don't know <laughs> no one knows <laughs> um so somebody does it do you want my evidence yeah yeah definitely yeah here's my internet evidence for you um. So supposedly, she began using a body double while she was still alive, and this was Melissa, uh, to like go out and make appearances for her, so she didn't have to deal with it, things like that. Sure. And then at some point, um, and I think this is a, is this a thing that supposedly a lot of celebrities have done? Do I think that happens? They I, use body doubles. I don't doubles know that, for, but I think that yeah. might happen. Yeah. Um. Uh. But at some point, she died, so the record company replaced her with Melissa full time. Proof includes. <laughs> levine's red carpet shots where levine wears trousers but melissa prefers dresses and skirts well (laughs)
2: um (laughs) that's not very strong evidence there are
0: supposed differences between the facial facial features of pre-2003 levine and the current incarnation so so
1: wait her face changed in 10 years and
0: supposedly
1: supposedly uh so people age, uh, but go ahead. Um, <laughs> but,
0: but see, Taylor,
2: women in Hollywood don't. So right. <laughs> this this is very confusing. Um, Hold on a second. I feel
0: like their and heads the most smaller. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the The most convincing evidence is. Theorists believe Melissa has left clues in songs, such as the song Slipped Away, in which she sings, the day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. <laughs> and supposedly, that with combination of a publicity shot in which Levine had Melissa written on her hand, proved that Avril Levine is Melissa.
2: I don't, I, I, don't, I don't even know if I have a comment for this. I, I mean I I hope that didn't happen. <laughs> that seems, it all seems very dystopian.
0: No wonder teens love it. And there is a shot that she had Melissa written on her hand. It's, this it's right here. Is it maybe oh. that she was just
1: like trying to like remember the name of someone that was going to interview her or something or like?
2: Or she has a friend named Melissa or I don't know. There there are so <clears throat> many reasons. I. Th- this does sound like a teen dystopian novel, though. Hmm. When does this come out? I am Melissa.
0: <laughs> I am Melissa. <laughs> when am I? Am I not famous? Stop en- calling me Avril. <laughs> <laughs> am I not famous enough to be
1: uh, replaced by a Taylor lookalike and go live my life somewhere? <laughs> when?
0: When? When
2: are the lizards giving me my clone? <laughs> when you When you make your skater boy? <laughs>
1: I think it's when I get
2: certified on Twitter. <laughs> That's uh, I actually have been replaced. Oh no, that's what happened.
1: (laughs) I have. I got my my blue
2: check mark. That's what that means.
1: Lizard clone (laughs) named Melissa. They're all named Melissa, by the way. (laughs) All lizard clones are
0: named Melissa. (laughs) still Melissa. Taylor, it's interesting you mention a Taylor clone because there is a conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift is indeed a clone herself.
1: Oh okay. All right. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's that video. Look What You Made Me Do. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> there
1: are a bunch of clones all there. They're There's all
2: there. so many of them. Well, so
1: they basically, like, like outed her as a clone in that video. So now we all that's know. Right. That's,
0: that's what that's about. Yeah. But do you want to know who she's a clone of? Look Who's What You Made of? Me
1: Do. Admit that I'm a clone. I'm really just a clone.
0: <laughs> uh, supposedly, sisters, Yes. Taylor <laughs> is Swift a is, <laughs> Not even that funny. is, in fact... The clone of a former satanic priestess. Oh. <laughs> this goes the theory, which so dates deep. back to 2011, <laughs> claims Swift is an Illuminati clone of Zena LaVey, the daughter of the founder of the Church of Satan.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Essentially, this is what this article states, the two look similar. Well,
2: Great. Okay. Um, and... Okay. Um. <laughs> Well, then, oh, then that's fine. I mean,
1: she does, like, T-swizzle. have a snake on her throne in the Look What You Maybe Do video. But I think she's just letting us know that she has aspirations of being a doctor one day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or she's a Slytherin. Do you see how many snakes she has? Is she the highest doctor? She
2: is the most doctor. The most powerful doctor? <laughs> she's the
0: best doctor, Taylor Swift.
2: Dr. Taylor Swift. Dr. Swift. <laughs> so, the, most, the most doctor-y of all the doctors. All right. The doctor est. <laughs> um, so, d- so, okay. Do you believe these things, Riley? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just scared. No. Um, I think videos about them are interesting to watch, though. Lots of YouTubers, popular YouTubers, have started Ooh. doing series where they do, you know, internet conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. they just go over some of them and the evidence surrounding them.
2: You know, we were talking about before this started, Taylor and I were trying to remember internet conspiracies. Of our day, and the best we could come up with were those chain emails that you used to get, mm-hmm. where, they where they would make a picture out of letters yeah, or numbers, like a
1: big old rose yeah. or like a skull.
2: Yeah, yeah. and then, and then you, they you'd have to send it to people, or you die, or something bad happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was actually and usually
1: like you'll never be kissed. That,
2: yeah, and and that doesn't that's not a very engaging. Um, um I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure those were hard to make those pictures out of numbers, mm-hmm. but that's not a very engaging thing I, I imagine it's a lot easier to convince people of this stuff in a video yeah i wonder if like with the rise of all these and and you teens love your videos you don't yeah. want to read anything you right. just want to see videos
0: or like you scroll through the articles that's supposed to have lists of conspiracy mm-hmm. theories in them and you just look for the numbered list and like mm-hmm. the headline you don't actually read the article and so it's a lot easier if you can make a quick video to try to convince people. Yeah. I mean, they include pictures and other video clips. Personal and stories, stories that yeah. are
2: more likely to, to sway you. And you're can and you taking that in in the privacy of your own home, on your phone, on your laptop, whatever, without anybody there to, like, say, whoa, 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 no, the earth no, is no. so round. I, I don't know why they're saying that. Hey, listen, I'm an we've adult. Been the, in, we've the earth been in is space. <laughs> <laughs> this is wrong. Well, and I think... I don't know. Because
1: I, I feel like a lot of this, it sort of makes me think of sort of the weird... Uh, Creepypasta thing Where there's a lot of those stories That then kind of make their way Into the like collective awareness But without that understanding Like hey this started out as fake Like it just started out as a really good story But in that forum There's an acceptance of like hey Everything written in this forum we pretend is real And even your comments, your responses Have to be assuming this is real And that's really popular among teens I feel like then there's that next jump where then this stuff that starts out as super fake just takes on a, a reality on the internet because that's it, it emerged from a place where we're accepting what is fiction as fact.
2: And, and it really, like, it's a scary thing because the idea of, like, mythology and folklore, it, I mean, it's wound into, like, the history of humanity, and I think it's a good thing because these, these kind of, like, fanciful stories... Are how we understand that they reflect understandings of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You can trace that through history. Like, this is, it, it says something about the human psyche and about society and about the way we view the world when we tell these intentionally, like metaphorical, allegorical tales, not true. But if you put them on the internet and you put enough stuff that looks real around them, you lose track of that. And then, again if it's still just a fanciful story i think that that can be kind of beautiful in in seeing how people interact with the world but once people start believing it and acting on it and it changes the way they go through their life that becomes a little unnerving and then then you end up with conspiracies like the government is trying to kill me or control me by putting fluoride in the water yeah which is another major conspiracy theory yeah that that fluoride is a mind-control drug and
1: uh, is, but that also makes your teeth good right yeah okay
2: that's why that's why it's put in the water it's one of the greatest we did a whole sawbones on it I'm not plugging my show I'm just saying it is It is. It is called one of the most important public health triumphs of the 20th century was putting fluoride in people's water to help improve your teeth and people think it's a mind control drug There is. or n- tea dazzle n- yes H2 flow H2 flow uh, but there but there's uh, there's no truth to that it's just fluoride it's fine it, yeah, it's good for your teeth and i mean it's the same thing with vaccines right yep and they- vaccines do not cause autism vaccines are good get your vaccines please <laughs>
0: if any- this is our psa portion of the
1: episode <laughs> i think this is every podcast that Sydney's is ever on that just has to slip in somewhere like hey by the way <laughs> vaccines good for you just feel the please get it. your
2: vaccines Well, I mean, because it's so easy on the internet to put up a bunch of stories, like that video that made the rounds for a while of the girl who had the reaction to the flu vaccine and started walking, Mm -hmm. strangely, Mm -hmm. and then they caught her on camera walking normally, and so they said, like, wait, what happened, and she started talking with an accent, and said that the flu vaccine gave her an accent.
1: Well, and that's, I think, like... like... Go ahead.
2: (laughs) That's not true, by the way. (laughs)
0: What, would that be the worst thing? <laughs> if it was a vaccine that saved you from a horrible disease and all that happened was like you got an accent.
1: I mean, I guess it would depend what accent. Can I be British? Can you choose?
2: It was British.
0: It was but was I, I don't know. Well, if... then
2: sure. that's That's a cool accent.
0: I'm not, I'm not saying it does do that that was a joke right But like still
2: (laughs) well and that's what i've made this case before so vaccines are safe and effective and everybody should always get them and there is zero link with autism as study after study after study has shown all that being said even if it did even if that was true we're talking about vaccines that prevent death so as many people who, uh, you know, have some sort of per- pervasive developmental disorder somewhere on the autism spectrum have made the point, are you saying that it would be better for me, even if that was true, to be vulnerable to these fatal diseases? Is that what you're saying? Right. Because that's a horrible thing to say. Mm. Yeah. And and again, it's still not true. Vaccines are safe and effective. And fluoride good. is good. And fluoride is good. It's good and
0: for your teeth. um, the Earth is round. The Earth is round. But I mean, and Melissa is (laughs) not Avril. But if you want to believe that Elvis is alive, I think that's fine.
1: But that doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is weird. I I think this is just adjusting to the fact that uh, the internet has become our go to source for facts. And yet, you know, you design a website that looks official, and you can literally write anything. And I almost prefer like this kind of stuff. It's so out there that most people are going to go, "Well, no, I don't think Avril Lavigne is actually Melissa." But if it's <laughs> if it's very close to reality, it's just wrong. That's where it gets dangerous because it's all in the same package. So how do we really parse away that? did it then that is where truth kind of falls apart because how can you yeah how can you know that this official looking website that's telling you one thing and this one is also official is telling you the other like what is true is that where we just go i don't even know if the earth
2: is round anymore (laughs) and that's well i think you're hitting on it because that's exactly what people in power who do lie to you and we know know it because facts are knowable and we see people in particularly in this administration lying on a regular basis when you see them lying and lying and lying and you start to, you start, what they want is for you to get fatigued and say, I guess I'll just never know the truth because I can't trust anyone. And as soon as you've made that decision, then they can sell you anything. So you just have to be, you, you have to be rigorous and say, I know there is a truth and I can know the truth. Yeah. And I know you are lying and no matter how many times you try to gaslight me, I know you're lying and you have to stick with that. No matter who's lying to you, obviously. Right. All
1: right.
2: So I hope your fellow teens will someday realize the earth is round. <laughs> I hope
0: so. <laughs> One day.
2: That's a, that's a, that it was the most terrifying thing I've heard in a long time.
0: Yeah. yeah. All
2: right. Well, everyone go uh, collect your globes and take them down to the local high school and just pass them around for everybody to see and feel and interact with for a while. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't let them squish them.
2: (laughs) Keep them round. Get every get everybody on board. Now our maps are a whole other story. They're very don't show them maps. It might confuse them. Yeah, maps are wrong.
1: (laughs) I know well they are flat, and so I get the confusion. But you know
2: There's also a lot of problems with the Mercator projection. Okay. This is this been still
0: buffering. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Anyway, okay. Thank you, sisters for indulging in this flight of fancy with me that was fun you're welcome I'm just gonna go outside and yell the earth is round from the street (laughs) corner for a while
1: and then just cry silently to yourself please please go listen Um, to some Melissa Levine really sad if in all of these ridiculous ones that definitely aren't true that's the one that's true and oh. melissa is listening just going they'll never know me
0: they'll never know me <laughs> no one will ever believe me so yeah that's why i hope this isn't true this has gotten really sad she's the one that started the conspiracy theory you
1: know if she hadn't gone and made it so complicated <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: Right. uh thank, thank you everybody for listening <laughs> sorry about that we scared you um go evangelize for the round earth uh thank you to our network maximum fun you can check out a lot of other wonderful podcasts at maximum you can email us at still buffering at maximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or comments or topics um or conspiracies i guess you need to you would like to share or convince us of um I'm not saying we'll be convinced, right. but feel free to share. Share. Uh, you can tweet at us at stillbuff, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, Change Your Mind.
0: This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl's clone. <laughs> <laughs> I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was Two. Two. <laughs> she is Sydney Smurl. She lives in science world. She has glasses and a lab coat. She has a stethoscope and will show you a globe. That's it. That's all I got. I came oh, up with that during the last okay. part of that episode. You keep working on that.
2: I <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, good oh, man, stuff every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called the Flop House.
0: And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a
2: bad movie, and we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff
0: and I don't know, hang out.
2: It's all about hanging out. Feeling like you're, like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show. Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands. And Elliot Kalin, former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return. Uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All Christmas. right, that's Dog. enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to... Th- three funny guys talk about bad movies then why not come over and listen to the flop house it's uh, available at maximumfun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found so get out of here maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned listener
1: supported